We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CVTPFL. It's Friday, it's September 2nd, it is 2022. We have 13 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. I am joined by my good buddy, Genie for 07. Grant, what's happening, my friend? Oh, not too much. Nice little fun day. DraftKings sent me to go take batting practice on Coors Field and pitch. And I remembered, I could not catch a ball for the life of me. You did that today? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I made it at 8 in the morning, so I had to get up at like 4.30, but, you know, I got a nice nap in. Life's good. Yeah, I mean, I would have gotten up for that too. So They could have scouted me, been like, hey, you're better than Jose Arena. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that might be right. Stevie, you, <laughs> yeah, you've got an arm. A lot of people don't know that. You've got an arm. Yeah, we were talking about it the other day. I was like, I wonder, because like I'm mainly like a forehand like thrower for disc golf. I wonder how fast like I throw like out of my hand. It's probably know. in like the high 60s with a disc. I don't I don't know. I don't know if that's ridiculously good or just no, good. I mean it's it's solid. I mean it, it might be faster than that. I mean, who knows? I just anyway. I don't know what a good throw is. I mean, a good forehand is like 450, and I throw like 380 to 420. So I have a I have a longer forehand than some pros on tour. Look at you! But my backhand is trash. Yeah, it's a little. A little so different. I'll stick to my day job and break down baseball games. Hey, we got 13 of them today. 
we get, get started in. with Oakland and Baltimore. JP Sears going up against Dean Kramer, eight total. Orioles, a 170 favorites. Any interest here in JP Sears? He's cheap. Not a terrible matchup going up against Baltimore, but he really just doesn't have the strikeout rate. Um, I don't think that I'm going to be going that low of a price. I mean, he's drastically, drastically outplayed his uh, his XFIP. He seems to be getting it done, but I, I don't really expect that to continue. So, I mean, if you need a salary saver, it's fine, but he's due for some massive naked regression. Yeah, I think they have enough right-handed hitters here that I don't want to play Sears. You know, he has a 15% K rate on the season. He's run kind of good. Um, so I'm just waiting for that kind of blow up game. And I mean, Baltimore, they've been really good the second half of the season. Uh, Dean Kramer on the other side of this game. I mean, Oakland is an offense that you can definitely target pitchers against. Kramer is 7,100 in this spot. He's not a huge strikeout guy. Doesn't typically walk a lot of people. What are your thoughts here on Kramer? Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, it's a nice little price tag on him. He seems to be a magician that magically does better than he should pretty much every single time. Um, but he's been getting it done recently. It's, if it wasn't a matchup versus Oakland, I'd probably stay away and expect the negative regression. But Oakland's really not a great team, not a great offense. So I think the price tag is right here where there's not a ton of guys in the cheap range that uh, I don't think there's anyone really under his price tag that I have any real interest in. So he's kind of the cheap guy that I'm looking at. There's one or two other guys that have some potential upside and there's one about a thousand dollars, $800 more expensive that I really like, but Dean Kramer is definitely in the mix. Yeah. I mean, I think he's okay. Um, I mean, nothing to write home about, but could throw seven solid innings, put up 20 plus fantasy points at 7,100. That's solid. Uh, any interest here in the Oakland bats? Not really. Uh, Shay Langeliers catcher for 3,300. I think he's a very, very solid one off, uh, another home run today. He's got a ton of pop, but I mean, Dean Kramer is due for some negative regression, but he's still right about league average. It's not really a great ballpark. You are getting a lot of these bats cheap. So if you want to stack them up as a secondary mini stack, that's fine. But main guy I have interest in is Langeliers, maybe Seth Brown, but that's kind of it. The only other one that I will um, bring up here is Dermis Garcia. I mean, this guy has shown big power in the minors, hit 31 home runs last season in double, double A with the Yankees. Um, He's minimum salary. You got to use your first base slot on him, so I don't know how much I'd actually get to him today. Uh, but, I mean, even in the majors in a small sample size this year, 20 at-bats, he's shown a lot of power, big strikeout, upside type of power. And Kramer's not a huge strikeout guy, so this is the type of matchup where we want to target these young hitters. Um, so I just want to throw Garcia out there. Uh, any interest here in Baltimore? Not really. I mean... Going up against Sears, Sears really isn't a great pitcher, um, but he's not awful. Doesn't give up too much power. Keeps the ball on the ground slightly above average rate. And, I mean, you're getting Rutzman, Mullen, Santander all up over 5K. If I'm going with anyone, it's probably Mountcastle. Um, sitting at 3,800 going up against a lefty. He's got some pop, but that's that's kind of the only guy I have any real interest in. I mean, probably not Gunnar Henderson, lefty-lefty. 
probably not worth it. It's, it's yeah, it's probably just Mountcastle. Uh, one other name that I will throw out there is McKenna. He's minimum salary. Um, he's shown good splits against left-handed pitching in a small sample size. So, I mean, minimum salary guys. Um, I mean, there's there's some options that we're going to talk about today at pitching. I mean, pitching is not the best slate that we've had all week, but there's some options that you might want to spend up for on the slate. So, I mean, looking at some of these cheaper bats is fun. Seattle at Cleveland taking on the Guardians. We got a seven and a half total. Mariners, a 140 favorite. Castillo against Plezic. Any interest here in Luis Castillo? I think he's fine. 9,900. I'd rather go up to Sandy, but if he's going to come incredibly low owned, I'm fine with it. Cleveland, not a horribly high strikeout team, rate team. Just going to put the ball in play a lot. Low total in the game. Castillo, they're letting him go 100, 110 pitches recently. So the leash is pretty long. He definitely has some upside. If the ownership on Morton and May and Alcantara are all super high, then I think Castillo makes a very good GPP play. But just looking at it from a pure points perspective compared to those other guys, he's probably lower on the list. Yeah, I mean... Two yawns there, back-to-back. Um, I mean, I think Castillo is okay. I think there's better options on the slate. The problem is the matchup. You know, Cleveland, not a ton of power in this lineup, but one of the lowest strikeout rates in baseball against right-handed pitching. So um, this is not a spot I really want to look at Castillo. And honestly, if he comes in at like seven strikeouts, six and a half probably, I kind of like the under um, on that number. So... Low strikeout team. He just did dominate this team. Don't get me wrong. Like, just struck out 10, pitched really well, 28 fantasy points. Um, could he do it again? Sure. Yeah, I mean, again. Uh, Zach Plesic on the other side of this game. I mean, two good starts in his last three. Really struggled with home runs in his last start against Seattle, but still had a good outing. Any interest here in Plesic? I don't think so. I know he just did put up 24 points, but I mean, part of that is because he got the winning. He did give up three home runs. So, I mean, he's a below average strikeout rate guy, below average pitcher, probably overall sitting at a 4.3 XFIP, um, 18% K rate. Seattle's a good hitting lineup. Again, I know he did just strike out six going up against them, and he has had a couple of six, seven strikeout games recently, but overall, just not a great pitcher. If you really need the price savings, fine. Go ahead and play him if you want, but not really a guy I'm looking into. And there's a few guys in the 7K range that I think are better options. All right, let's talk some bats here. I kind of like Seattle in this spot. Um, you know, Plesic, like we just said, he gave up three home runs. Um, that was the only three hits he allowed last game against this team. But I, I think, like, he ran a little good in that game. And I think Seattle has just a ton of talent in general. Uh, with everybody kind of being healthy here, you could play Winker, you could play France and Suarez and Rodriguez, Hanniger. Um, I mean, this is a really strong lineup um, for the first five or six hitters. You didn't even mention my favorite play. Um, let me guess. Toro? Oh, yeah. Riley. 
the big dumper is his name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gower, um, yeah, I, I, I really like the Seattle stack. I think they're in a very solid spot here. I don't think they're going to draw too much attention on this slate, considering they only have around a four implied team total, and there's a few big ones on this one. Um, but, yeah, they're in a great spot going up against Plesek. Plesek, well, a barely below average pitcher. He doesn't strike out a ton, and he gives up a decent amount of pop, uh, sitting at 1.35 home runs per nine this season. Um, Calarale has a bunch of power going up against righties. I really like him at 3,700, but Hanager, Suarez, J-Rod, France, Winker, all of them are great plays on this slate. I, I like the full five-man stack here. I really think they'll go under the radar here, and I think that you have a big offensive output here. Cleveland side, any interest in Cleveland going up against Castillo? I'll never argue with J-Ram, but sitting at 6,200, probably not a guy I'm going with. These guys are priced like they're facing a mediocre pitcher, and Castillo is not a mediocre pitcher. Doesn't give up a ton of power, strikes guys out at a well above an average league clip, close to a 3x FIP, and yet Jimenez, Rosario, both over 5K, Quan near 5K. I mean, Naylor at 3,900 isn't terrible with the platoon split, but not really any interest in these guys. You're not getting a huge amount of upside going up against Castillo. All right, moving along here, we got the Yankees and the Rays. Herman against Springs in this one. Seven total, the Rays a 135 favorite here at home. Uh, any interest here in Domingo Herman? He's been pitching well recently. I mean, the problem is that pitch count. He hasn't gone over... 90 pitches all season long um, due for some negative regression for his um, XFIP. His ERA is a full run lower. The strikeout rate isn't great. He's just been getting a bit lucky and being very efficient. 7.2 innings, uh, seven, eight, two outs in 79 pitches in the last start. He's not really walking a ton of guys recently. Control's been there, but I just can't really pay for it. Oh, my dog's freaking out about a bug that there's a fly in my room and my dog's freaking out about it. Um, got distracted there, but no, I just don't see that much upside. I know he's been super efficient recently, but I don't expect that much continue that to continue. He is cheap, but probably a guy I'll avoid in the spot. Yeah, I mean. There's worse matchups for sure. Tampa, a strikeout team. The pitch count is my biggest concern. Like, I, he got in a little bit of trouble in that seven innings and two-thirds last time out in that last um, inning. But, I mean, if you look at the numbers, he, he's definitely pitching okay. Just really hasn't shown, like, a huge ceiling. Tampa helps with that. If I'm playing 150, I probably play him a little bit. If I'm playing like three, I probably don't play Herman today. Um, Jeffrey Springs on the other side of this game. I mean, the Yankees can strike out. They just have so much right-handed power that it's so hard to play a left-handed pitcher um, against them, especially a, a left-handed pitcher with a, a kind of a short leash. Yeah, he does have a short leash, but the K stuff is super solid, saying at 27%. He's only 7,300. The total for the Yankees is sitting below three and a half. I kind of like Jeffrey Springs here. I know the leash isn't terribly long, but he's got at least five innings in each of the last, what, seven starts, six starts. Um, 
K rate around 30% going up against a decent K rate matchup. He hasn't given up a ton of home runs, only one in the last six starts. He gave up power just in pretty much a few starts earlier on the season. And he's kind of kept it in check recently. They're playing over in Tampa Bay, which really is going to help him keep the ball in the yard, which is what you want versus the Yankees. 7,300. I think that's a pretty solid number there. I I kind of I kind of like him in this spot. Hey, I mean, I wouldn't I, I hear you. Uh Yankees bats, any interest here? I mean, like I said, over in Tampa Bay, the price tag on most of these guys is far enough up there. I'll never argue with Judge. Um, dude's just absolutely crushing the ball this season and is pretty much a home run waiting to happen at any given time. Stan obviously has some power, has some good power going up against lefties, but saying over 5K in in Trump, I don't think I can do it. I'm I'm probably staying away from the Yankees, and I'm probably staying away from the Rays. I mean, it's a low total game here, and I just I don't I don't see either of these teams putting up a big enough total here um, for this big of a slate. Yeah, I mean, for me on the Yankee side. I think you could definitely stack them if you wanted to. Um, a lefty with all the power in this lineup, Judge, Stanton, Donaldson, LeMahieu, Torres, um, all these guys can hit you know, left-handed pitching really hard. So um, I don't mind a stack, but they're kind of expensive. So I think that's how I play, like, judging those guys. And then, like you said, on the Tampa side, and not a ton of upside overall. Um I don't love the Tampa side of this game. I think I'm with you on that. Texas at Boston. Keuchel against Pavetta in uh, this one. 10 total. Red Sox a 180 favorite. Any interest here in Dallas Keuchel? No. He's, uh, he's bad. The Red Sox lineup, not the best, but... I'm with you. Um, no interest in Keiko uh, whatsoever. Uh, let's talk here. Any interest in Pavetta? I mean, it's a little tough. Pavetta, obviously, a guy that can get into some trouble. The K rate is slightly above average, but the fly balls are just they, – they can cause some trouble. Um, this Texas team has enough power. It's being played over in, a, in Boston, which is a rough ballpark for pitchers. Can he end up with 25 points? Yes. I think he's fine for GPPs, um, but you're really just hoping that he keeps the ball in the park and just gets out a little bit clean. But I like the price tag under 7K. You're getting more upside with him than a lot of the other guys in that range, but the downside is pretty drastic. Yeah, I don't think I'm playing Pavetta. Um, I mean, fly ball pitcher probably gets the win. <laughs> I mean... Uh, in this spot, you know, a little bit of strikeout upside. Texas, the bottom half of this lineup, I mean, if they roll out that really bad bottom half, I mean, maybe you take a shot on Pavetta if that happens. But, I mean, I have a ton of interest in Seager, Lowe, Garcia, Heim in this spot. Yeah, yeah, no, same. I mean, you just want to target home runs. With Pavetta giving up a bunch of them this season, always been giving up a bunch of them. Um, just extreme fly ball pitcher. In a good ballpark, I mean, doubles and home runs will happen if the ball's put in play decently, which Seager 
Garcia, Simeon, Heim are the guys with a lot of pop. So, yeah, yeah, that's that, those are those are the four bats I'd probably go with. The bottom of the line is just awful. Here we go, Red Sox. Here we go. That's yeah, all I got for you, Grant. I mean, yeah. it has been a painful year stacking the Red Sox, but there is no earthly chance that I do not stack the Red Sox against Dallas Keuchel today. I mean, uh, Dallas Keuchel's just terrible. If they fail in this spot, we might be out. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's when you just call the season. Just call it right there. I mean, granted, Keuchel is due for some positive regression. His ERA is still only four runs over his exit. But the dude's terrible. Has no, no, like, above ground, average ground balls, and that's really it. Guy can't strike at anyone, walk right around 10%. Playing in Boston, he's going to just get crushed here. I don't mind even Devers, lefty-lefty, but Bogart, Story, Fam, JD, Kike, play play anyone. Yeah, I mean, all uh, this is a spot I'm going to load up in Boston and see what happens. I think Trevor's Story is one of the top hitters on the slate. We all know how he's that. We all know how it's going to go. We got Washington at New York facing the Mets. Josiah Gray going up against Peterson. Eight total. Mets a 270 favorite here. Any interest in Josiah Gray? I mean, Gray's got the strikeout ability. He can get a little wild at times. The problem is going up against the Mets, a solid hitting lineup that is pretty patient and just doesn't strike out a huge clip. He's always a possibility at putting up 20 points. Um this isn't a bad matchup here. I mean, it's not a good match, but it isn't a terrible matchup. It's being played over in City Field, so solid pitchers ballpark. Under AK, I think he's fine. He's in play. He's in play like Pavetta's in play. He's in play like Kramer's in play. Like everyone kind of with some upside under AK, if you can't get up to Cobb, is a possibility. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going out of my way to throw him in there. It's just kind of if he fits. Yeah, I'm definitely worried about the strikeout upside in this matchup. Um, I mean, the Mets, one of the lowest strikeout rate teams in baseball against right-handed pitching. So probably going to pass on Josiah Gray today. But but I love David Peterson today. When I'm considering price, I think he might be the top point-per-dollar pitcher on the slate. He's going to be chalky for sure. I mean, the guy is a very good pitcher going up against a very bad team. The Nationals are not good. They pretty much have, what, Luke Voigt, who has struggled versus lefties this season. Peterson sitting close to a 30% K rate, 3.36 xFIP on the year. ERA has been good, playing in a good pitcher's ballpark, probably a 1,000 too cheap here. Pitch count has been up over 100 or at 100 in each of the last two starts. He's always going to have a decent enough leash. Yeah, he's, he's going to be the chalk, and – He's probably rightfully so to be the chalk. Yeah, I mean, I I like this spot a lot for him. 100-plus pitches and back-to-back starts. Great matchup. Yeah, David Peterson, like I said, point per dollar. Just he He's probably $1,500 too cheap on DraftKings today. Yeah. Uh, any interest in the Washington Bats? No. No, not at all. I mean, Voight at 3,200 is fine, but Peterson's a good pitcher. Everyone else in this lineup is kind of garbage. 
All right. Mets bats against Gray, anything? Uh, I mean, stack or fade. Josiah Gray can get pretty wild. He gives up a lot of home runs. So Alonzo is fine as a one-off if you want to do that. Gray's, I think, sitting at almost two and a half home runs per nine on the season. But yeah, you're really just targeting power bats or full-on stacking. All right. Yeah, I don't, I mean, probably don't play a Mets stack today in this ballpark. But, I mean, Vogelbach at 4K is not the worst option in the world. He's been kind of slumping lately, though. All right, we got Kansas City at Detroit. Eight and a half total. Pick him game. Any interest here in Lynch? And Lynch isn't great. Detroit's very bad, but they definitely are a lot better versus lefties. 6,100. I'm not playing him, but I wouldn't argue with it with a matchup versus Detroit. Yeah, I mean, they, they're still bad against lefties for what it's worth. It's more of they don't strike out as much against lefties. Um, still no power whatsoever. I mean, Lynch is kind of reverse splits when it comes to strikeouts, but he gives up a ton of hard contact. Um, I just don't think you're going to need him today. And then, I mean, I'm definitely not playing Drew Hutchinson on the other side of this game. No, he's hot garbage, 14% K rate. XFIP around five. Not going to go over 90 pitches, although you'd probably rather him not going to go over 90 pitches because he's bad. Just doesn't really do anything good i don't mind the casey bats though yeah let's talk about the royals um i mean obviously salvador perez and wit are primetime plays um but i mean we get nick prado's 2k massey's 2k um what are your thoughts here on Kansas city yeah i really like massey um i think that he's in a solid spot here Going up against Hutchinson, who is, again, just bad. Doesn't give up a ton of hard contact, but Massey just hasn't fully put it together here in the majors yet. Only one home run when he shows some pop in the minors. Him and Prado, I think you can throw into your lineup and round it out with Dozier, Melendez, Perez, Witt, whichever one of those you like. I kind of like this deck. I know it's not a great ballpark, but the total's high enough, um, sitting at 4.3, I think, for Casey right now, depending on which site you're looking at. I think that I think that they can do some damage here, and I just I really like Prado and Massey as a way to afford some top tier pitching. So even if you want to just stack those two with Dozier, get a little nice mini three man stack with some pop going up against a bad pitcher. I think they're in a great spot and they're underpriced. Uh, any interest in Detroit? <sighs> just so bad, Riley Green. Even in lefty lefty, I'm I'm fine with. Um, Lynch just isn't great. Haas, Baez, I think you can throw in there. Lynch just gives up so much hard contact. And I mean, he's due for some negative home run regression slightly with how much hard contact he's getting. But I, D- Detroit has a 4.3 implied team total here. And I just don't fully see it. I know Lynch hasn't been great, but Detroit's just been awful. So, I don't know, maybe in the large field GBPs, but outside of Haas, I don't have a ton of interest in anyone. 
Victor Reyes, if he hits second this year, um, is is somewhat interesting. He hits the ball a, a hard a lot. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of the stuff that we're looking for. His biggest issue is just he's a ground ball guy. And, I mean, Lynch is pretty neutral. So, I mean, Reyes, if he hits second, he's another 2K play. Javi Baez against the lefty. Haas against the lefty. If you want to play any of those guys, um, I don't hate it. Cruising along, we got Miami at Atlanta. Alcantara against Morton in this one. This one has a seven total. The Braves are a 180 favorites. Um, any interest here in Sandy Alcantara? I mean, Atlanta's a tough matchup, but they are a decent strikeout matchup. He keeps the ball on the ground a ton, doesn't give up too many home runs. He's been fantastic this season. The pitch count has been great. I think he's still leading the league in average pitches thrown per start. I I mean, I, I really like him here. Uh, I think he has a big outing. I mean, granted, Atlanta, always, always tough. Um, but like I said, the strikeout upside is there. I think he probably is the top pitcher on the slate for me. I mean, ceiling-wise, I, I feel like he has the highest ceiling on the slate. You know, obviously taking any pitcher against one of the hottest offenses in baseball is scary here with Atlanta. But, I mean, the strikeouts, they, they just – Grissom – is the only one with a strikeout rate under 20% against right-handed pitching this season. They just have a ton of strikeouts. They don't have a ton of lefties in this lineup. I'm with you as far as ceiling. I think he has the highest ceiling on this slate. And, I mean, he's dominated, dominated this team twice already this year. So he's averaging 40 fantasy points in two outings against Atlanta this year. So just insane. Charlie Morton on the other side of this game. I mean, Morton's in a great spot, too. You know, Atlanta is not an offense to write home about. Uh, Morton is an above-average pitcher, 28.5% strikeout rate on the season. Um, 9,300, I think, is fair. These are two of my favorite pitchers on the slate. Yep, yep, right there with you. Morton going up against Miami. Miami's not a good offense. The strikeouts are there. Morton sitting at around 30% K rate. Can walk some guys, but Miami's not really the most patient team in the world. Gets like a little bit swing. of a ballpark upgrade, but yeah, they, I mean, these two guys are are two of the top pitchers on the slate for sure. Any interest in bats on None. either side of this game? None whatsoever. I mean, Miami's not a good offense, and Atlanta's in too tough of a matchup. So I, I'm just full-on, full-on fading. The only thing that I will say is if Alcantara becomes super popular, you could stack Atlanta. They're, they're so incredibly hot right now as an offense that, I mean, they they could beat anybody. So probably not going to do it. My three lineups, but... Minnesota yeah. at Chicago taking the White Sox. Sonny Gray going up against Martin. Um, eight total in this game. Twins a 140 favorite. Any interest here in Sonny Gray? I mean, Sonny Gray's been solid so far this season. The White Sox have been absolutely terrible. I don't like that Gray will rarely get up to 100 pitches, but the White Sox have just been hot, hot garbage. Gray's still an above-average pitcher. 
8,100. I don't know if I'll end up getting to him just because you have the likes of Peterson right there. You have Dietmers and you have Cobb right around that price tag. I won't argue with playing Sonny Gray and he's still top four mid-tier options. Just I like the other three way, way more. So again, he's fine. White Sox has been hot garbage recently. He's an above average pitcher, but pitch count isn't fully there. And there's just too many other good options. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate Sonny Gray because the White Sox have been trash this year. Um, gosh, man, there's so much talent in this lineup, and they're dealing with a lot of injuries again. Eloy's banged up, Roberts banged up. Um, man, I mean, I don't think Sonny Gray is the craziest option today. Do you have any interest in Davis Martin on the other side of this game? I mean, he's super cheap. This guy has not been great so far in the majors in five starts, but in the minors this season. Sitting around a 30% K rate, a three and a half X FIP in the minors. Feel like he's one of those guys who just may not fully be ready. Minnesota's not the easiest lineup in the world to go up against, but the price tag is so cheap. I just don't see myself needing that salary saving here. So if you have to go to the basement in terms of pricing, then he's fine. Like maybe he can put it together, but there's the chance that he just continues to struggle. I mean, he's sitting at a 15% K rate, 16% K rate so far in the majors in the limited sample size. So we don't know if he's going to get together. And so I, I, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm probably just not going to need the salary savings. Yeah. Um, probably not going to go there today. Any interest in the Minnesota bats? Yeah, they're a little bit cheap. I mean, Correa is sitting under 5K. Arias is sitting 4,400. Miranda, Kepler, Sanchez, all sitting in the 3K range. I kind of like this stack if you need to save a little bit of money. Um, Martin, like I said, just has not fully gotten it together. He's a guy that gives up a lot of home runs in the minors. Um, Hasn't been great so far in the majors. So depending on how many people end up playing him, I, I could see going with the twins here. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind Minnesota. It's just, I mean, they offer a lot of value so they could potentially be like a cheap secondary stack. I think here, um, any interest in the white Sox bats? Just been such hot garbage. Sonny Gray's an above average pitcher, above average ground balls. Doesn't walk too many guys. Doesn't give up much power. I mean, they're cheap. I mean, rightfully so, they're cheap. But I don't know, maybe Gavin Sheets, if he's in the lineup at 2,300. Pollock, Vaughn, potentially have been hitting decently recently. But I I just, I have, I have a trouble, trouble stacking the White Sox any given day unless the wind's blowing out. Yeah, the White Sox, man, they've just been so disappointing this year. Yep. Chicago Cubs, St. Louis Cardinals, Sampson against Montgomery. Eight total in this one. Cardinals are 250 favorites. Any interest here in Adrian Sampson? No. He's cheap, but pitch count will likely stay Somewhere between 60 and 80, he's a well above, or well below average strikeout rate pitcher sitting at 17.9% on the season. Below average pitcher overall, St. Louis is a good hitting lineup. 
I just, I, I don't have any interest in him. Yeah. I mean, it's such a tough matchup against St. Louis. Jordan Montgomery on the other side of this game is super interesting today. 9,200. He has the ability to put up big games. Um, and they're letting him kind of go into the 90s here when he's pitching well. I think he's I think he's in play. I mean, he should cruise to a win in this spot, and I really don't hate him in this spot either. Yeah, no, he's been just absolutely fantastic for the Cardinals recently. Going up against the Cubs, really not a great matchup, decent strikeout matchup. Problem is the price tag. I'm not sure if I want to pay 9.2K for him when I've got Morton right around the same price range and Castillo and Contra. Um, I, 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 I'm fine with it. Um, he has been just so good, and this is a solid, solid lineup here. But I just, I, I think I just have trouble stomaching a 9K price tag for Montgomery, even though he has pitched well recently and did just put up 42 against this team. I don't know. I think I think I prefer the other guys, but he's in play for GPPs. Fair enough. Um, bats here. Anything on the Cubs? I mean, especially if Contreras doesn't play, he's dealing with that nank, like that ankle injury. Like that's the only bat that like you're potentially worried about here for Montgomery. Yeah, no, this lineup is kind of trash without Wisdom and without Contreras. I mean. Problem is they'll probably end up paying some putting in some high contact bats there. So I just I, I don't see the mass amount of upside. But again, he did just put 42 points up against this team what a week ago, a week and a half ago. Um I'm not using the bats. I, I'm full on staying. I mean, Montgomery's been good recently and doesn't give up a ton of home runs, decent ground ball pitcher. I I've I've just full on fading the Cubs. Any interest here in uh, St. Louis? I mean, I think you pretty much have to have interest in any time. Um, Samson, the problem is, doesn't give up a ton of power this year, although last year he gave it up at a pretty decent clip. I mean, Arenado and Goldschmidt have just been so good this season. Both of them are fine. O'Neill has some pop. Gorman, Lars has been super hot over the past, what, two, three weeks. Um and they're kind of cheap. Gorman, Nubar, DeJong, all kind of cheap for what they provide. Yeah. Yeah, I like the I like the St. Louis stack. All right. Um, I mean, they're they're expensive, but we talked about what four or five 2K hitters in the earlier games. So, like, I don't feel like it's gonna be that hard to stack an expensive offense on this slate. So yeah, you can definitely make it work, especially there's some decent options in the mid-tier for pitching. So you can you can definitely make a St. Louis stack work. Houston at LA taking on the Angels, eight total in this one. The Astros, a 160 favorite. McCullers and Deetmers. Any interest here in Lance McCullers? I mean, the guys do for so much negative regression. He's been super wild so far giving up, uh, what, 15% His walk command rate. is awful. Yeah, I mean, the guy, no one's going to argue that he doesn't have a ton of, ton of, like, he has just great stuff. And the bottom of the Angels lineup is just such hot garbage. But paying almost 9K for a guy that has a 4.5 XFIP so far and 
15% walk rate, who's probably not going to go much over five innings and still has to deal with Otani and Trout. I'm, I, I'm just crossing off, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, his command has just been so bad that it's so hard to target him, even in this good matchup. Um, and then Reed Dietmers on the other side of this game. I mean, Dietmers has been pitching pretty solid recently. It's just it's so hard to take pitchers in general against Houston. Yeah, Dietmers has been super solid the second half of the season. It's just such a tough matchup going up against Houston. Tons of power. Not a high strikeout rate team. I mean, Tietmer's second half of the season has been one of the better pitchers in the league. Um, he did just do well against Toronto. I mean, he, he's – I think he's – and if he's going to come in at, like, low single-digit ownership, I think that you take shots on him in GPPs. He just continues to keep putting up outside of against Detroit for some reason. Good game after good game. Um, pretty much 20-plus points every single game since the all-star break with the exception of one, I kind of like him as a GPP play. Um, again, just assuming that he's going to be super low owned. I think that you can take some shots on him, even against a very tough Houston lineup. All right. Fair enough. Um, any interest in the Houston bats? I'm probably staying away again. Demers has been super good recently. Um, yeah. I mean, if you want to play the main guys, Altuve, Bregman, Tucker, Mancini, all versus a lefty, that's fine. Um, but I'm, I'm likely just staying away. All right. Um, I mean, the Angels are – the Angels as a stack, if they're going to be low-owned today, is really interesting because of McCullers, like, walks, you know, one big hit from a Trowler and Otani and – you're off to the races with this stack today. Yeah, no, Otani and Trout. I love them here. I mean, like we said, McCullers, while he's sitting at 1.7 ERA, he's still sitting at 4.5 XFIP and 15% walk rate. There's going to be guys on um, Trout, Otani, Ward, and then, I mean, you could round it off with any other trash hitter you want that's in the lineup that are just cheap. Um, again, McCullers struggling. So if you're going to stack them, full stack them, it doesn't really matter too much that a lot of these bats are not huge power bats outside of Ward, Trout, and Otani because there's going to be guys on base. You're just playing on a lot of RBIs, a lot of runs. Mike Ford, I mentioned him the other day at a home run. Um, he's 2K. I mean, since like kind of getting called up here, he's been hitting well um, and having some decent games. Just, I mean, his, his his issue is, you know, having those 0 for 4 games. But, I mean, that's anybody. But he's 2K. Uh, Jared Walsh out. I expect Ford to be in the lineup. And it just helps your overall stack price-wise for the Angels today. All right. We got the Brewers and the Diamondbacks. Eight and a half total in this one. Pick them game. We got Lauer and Davies facing off. Uh, any interest here in Eric Lauer? Not at 9K. Um, too many other good pitchers on the slate. Not a terrible match going up against Arizona for a lefty. Um, strikeout stuff is there. Like, the leash is there. Uh, just he's, he's played a little bit over his head and has kind of regressed after the first month or so where he was just super, super hot. Um, yeah, I just can't pay that 9K price tag for him, even if it's a bad Arizona lineup. 
so here's the thing for Lauer. I'm with you. I probably don't play him here. But if for some reason Arizona rolls out that like five or six left-handed lineup, like they, I mean, they play McCarthy, they'll play Rojas. If they play Carroll and Thomas and Varsho, like he, he might pique my interest if that happens. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, his splits are pretty drastic. I mean, going up against, yeah. yeah. So if, yeah, if if they roll out a lefty heavy line, but I I expect they'll platoon out some guys. Um, They tend to do that. All right. The other side of this game, Zach Davies, man, 6,400, he's cheap, but just no, no real like ceiling. Like he'll have a good game like once every like two or three months, but I just, there's no chance I'm playing Zach Davies here. Yeah, no, I'm out on him. Like, he's not a great pitcher. He's not a good strikeout pitcher at all. He can get wild with walks, does give up some decent ground balls. Um, but, yeah, overall, not a guy I want to play. And Yeah, doesn't mean I have any real interest in Milwaukee in this spot either, though. But, yeah, Davies is just – Never a guy I really want to play, especially on a 13-game slate. You can pretty much cross him out every single time. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think the Brewers – I mean, I've stacked them so much this week, it feels like. Um, I mean, this is another spot that I definitely don't mind stacking them. Davies my, – my issue is, like, Davies is not a guy that will typically, like, get blown up. I mean, he'll give up some runs, but, I mean, he'll have those games where he gives up four or five runs and – I just I think Milwaukee's just a little cheap here. And I mean, I think the stack makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I just I've at this point in my DFS career learned not to stack against Davies. I always think so, I always think it'll end well, and it just never really does. <laughs> right. Um any interest in the Arizona bats? I really like Christian Walker here. Um 4,300. Too cheap, just I think it's 30, what, fourth home run, 31st home run, something like that. Today, 4,300 is too cheap. Outside of that, Cattell Marte is fine. Um, but he's almost 5K. And I'm probably staying away from the rest. I saw your I saw your Twitter pictures. Were you wearing like cleats? Yeah, they gave us a full-on uniform. Cleats. Heck yeah. Yeah, it was cleats, pants, belt, underwear, jersey, cap, glove, bat, batting gloves. Yeah, DraftKings. They did a pretty good job today. To be the turd bomb. We got San Diego at LA taking on the Dodgers. <laughs> Eight total in this one. Dodgers, a 160 favorites. You Darvish, Dustin May. Any interest here in you, Darvish? Almost 10K, 10K going up against the Dodgers. No. Uh, I, I mean, if you want to, that's fine. But I'm, I'm not. When there's so many other good pitchers on the slate, much better matchups, I'm, I'm staying away from Darvish. Yeah, I, I mean, he's just not had like that dominating stuff and you really have to have that stuff against the Dodgers. So could I see him going out and having like a solid outing? Yeah. I think he gives up a few runs in the process and probably scores like 
15 to 20 fantasy points um, and not enough. Just not enough. The Red Rocket is back. Dustin May, 10-1. Um, he's been back for two starts. He faced Miami in both of those starts. 86 and 71 pitches. Tougher matchup here against San Diego. Like this lineup is just so much better than it was a month ago. Yeah, that's the real problem. And the, the, the main thing is, yeah, the low pitch count probably get limited right around 90 pitches. In San Diego, a lot of high walk um, rates in that lineup. He's been good, though. He's been super good. Granted, being up against Miami twice, but let's be honest, the K rate was there last season. The leash just isn't horribly long. I think it's fine. I can I prefer Alcantara. I, I prefer Castillo probably to a slight degree. Um, definitely prefer Morton, but he's he's in play. Like he, he's just pitching super well right now. We'll see if it regresses going up against an actual good team. But he's in play, and I'm probably full on avoiding bats in this game. Yeah. Man, if Juan Soto's low owned, he is in play against anybody. Um, Josh Bell, 4,900. It's a little pricey. Machado, 5,900. Righty, righty. May does have good stuff against righties, but Machado has been, he has been on fire recently. Um, and then on the Dodgers, I mean, I don't mind maybe looking at like a one or two of these guys and trying to take advantage of Darvish's like lack of dominating stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I'm probably, like, there's just too many other spots I really like on the slate. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It just, I mean, you know, I like those late, late-night Dodger hammers, man. Those are the best kind of hammers. Yeah, you do. It's sad that Jock Peterson isn't there anymore, and now i got to play him. Giants getting the late-night hammers. Philadelphia at San Francisco is where we finish up. Kyle Gibson, Alex Cobb, seven and a half total pick him game. Any interest here in Kyle Gibson? I mean, he's playing over in San Francisco. Um, so he's got that going for him. High pitch count. Just San Francisco's a good team. Gibson 7,500 is in that range where you have multiple other guys to pitch, pick from. He's fine. Not not gonna crush. I mean, he's had some decent outings recently, but that's been against Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. San Francisco's too good of a team. He's fine. I drastically, drastically prefer Cobb on the other side. Yeah, I think Gibson's okay. I mean, I think he goes six, seven innings here. It really just kind of depends on like the strikeout stuff for him. Does he have it going or not? Um, when he's striking guys out, I mean, he has a big ceiling. Um, so Good ballpark. He's done a great job recently of like, you know, keeping the ball on the ballpark. Um, four of his last five games, he hasn't allowed a home run. So this ballpark will help with that as well. And then Alex Cobb on the other side. I mean, definitely don't mind either one of these guys in this mid tier. Um, Nick Castellanos banged up should probably be out of the lineup here. So what are your thoughts here on Alex Cobb? Cobb is one of my favorite plays on the slate. I mean, if, I, I, I could see myself using a lot of Cobb, Peterson, just mid-tier, get some good bats in there. Um, Cobb, 
Like he's been great this season. He just he got super unlucky for a large part of the beginning of the season. The guy's a twenty five percent K rate pitcher. Massive, massive ground balls playing up against playing in San Francisco. I mean, I get this Philly team is a lot better with Harper in there, and they're still a very good hitting team. But it's in San Francisco. Cobb still has a sub three x FIP. I I just I I think that seventy eight hundred is a steal for him in this spot playing at home. Any interest in the bats on Philadelphia? Like I said, I'm a big fan of Cobb. It's in San Francisco. It's a tough ballpark. I, I'm full on fame, Philly. Yeah, I mean, like a one-off Schwarber or Harper, I don't hate. Um, and then, like, on the San Francisco, if you want a one-off, like, a Jock Peterson, just pinch hit risk is always, always what you have to worry about on the Giants side. Yeah, probably staying away from giant bats. Um, yeah, over in San Fran. But just... they're giant bats. Ha. Oh, I see <laughs> what you did there. Look at Whoa. you. Gosh, I'm just feeling it today. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah, you're funny guy. guy. Funny guy. No, terrible joke. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Morning grind game time. What do you got? Cobb. I like it. I'm going to go Dean Kramer. Like, and it'd probably be exactly six. Over 8K to score under 15. Who is your bust today? McCullers. I love that one. I think that's a fantastic pick, Grant. Fantastic pick. I'm going to go Dustin May at the top today. Um, I'm worried about his pitch count anyway. They were limiting last year a little bit. I, I'm going to go Dustin May against San Diego today. Over 4K to go yard. Who do you got hitting a home run today? Anager. All right. Um, give me Trevor's story. Like Under it. 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? He's hitting two home runs. Cal Raleigh, the big dumper. <laughs> you love it. You love to see it. Um, that dude's won me so much money this year. <laughs> Has he? Yeah, I've, I've he's been a turd bomb so many times. Um, and he's he's paid off probably four times throughout the course of the videos. The last two months. Four out of like eight, ten, something like that, which is super good odds. I am going to go Austin Hayes. We didn't really talk about him when we were talking about Baltimore, but I like the spot for Baltimore today. Um, oh, and and just so you guys know, Jesus Aguilar should be in the lineup for Baltimore today at 2700 uh, I just read that they purchased his contract. He was in the lineup yesterday, so another right-handed bat that you could look at for Baltimore against Sears. Uh, give me a stack to score six more runs today. Go in Seattle. I like it. I'm not going to go Boston. I should go Boston. Not going to go Boston. That's basically like Coors today. I, for some reason, I really like Kansas City today. I don't blame you. Kansas City was the other one I was thinking about. I mean, the, yeah, going up against Hutchinson, super solid. Plus, you can get some really cheap bats in Prado and Massey. 
All right. Grant, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I'm going to bed. Me too. If you haven't already, and you're a subscriber to Roto Grinders, check out the Grant's Action Lounge over there on Discord, rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Grant's posting stuff in there all the time. He's silly, silly. So check it out. He's crushing the season. That's going to wrap it up for Friday. Be back on Monday talking more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then. See you, kids.